God bless you and keep you in Jesus' name. I want to, in the name of Jesus, share with you today um, some excerpts um, from a Bible study. Um, Dr. Davis, this is uh, the woman that, uh, the woman of God that is my mentor, that has spoken into my life. And, um, teacher of the word of God, office of a teacher of the word, just, uh, uh, just a total blessing, um, glory to God, um, PhD, principal, teacher, um, that's in the secular world, and in, 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 the, in the spiritual PhD, my God, Sharaboko, and I just want to share with you in the name of Jesus, some excerpts, uh, glory to God, that, that blessed my heart and, 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 and really um, um, blessed and, 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 and stirred me in the right direction. And I um, and never I get lost whenever I think that God is done with me. Because every now and then you think, God, hey, but God, maybe God's done with me. Maybe God, and then they both shot my out. Maybe I, I maybe I've done too much. Maybe I said too much. Maybe I, in the name of Jesus, got myself involved in too much stuff. But then, when I think of the goodness of Jesus, when I think about the teachings and and and, and, I, and I go back to the scriptures that that she often uh, showed us in Bible study, and it's still going on today. And that's why I'm sharing with this with you today. I'm, in a minute, I'm gonna put put the tape on, but um, and I'm gonna give out some information. Um, after I share some of these excerpts, but um, but I don't want to continue on. Just just listen for a minute. Glory to God and how God is blessed in Jesus' name. Definitely want to be doers of the word because if God takes time to send us His word, we need to take the word and apply it to our lives. Because when you come to the word of the Lord and you get revelation. And revelation without application is just information. <laughs> and you want the revelation, but you also want the inspiration that goes along with it. Amen? Amen. But revelation without application, you got to apply it to your life. Yes, yes. If you don't apply it to your life, all you leave here with is some information. Yes, Hallelujah. Yes, Father, we thank you. We bless you even now, righteous God. Hallelujah. As you open the eyes of our understanding and cause us to behold a wondrous thing out of your law. The angels of your word bring light and understanding to the simple. Open up our eyes. Hallelujah. Reveal to us the truths out of your word, Lord. Thank you for enabling us, glory to God, to live it through our lives. For you're soon to come. Hallelujah. You're coming back for a people that are making themselves ready for you. Lord, we thank you. We ask you even not to reveal anything in our lives that ought not to be there. Search us, O oh God. If there be any evil way in us, let the light of the world shine, the word shine upon it. We ask you to remove it from us. In Jesus' name. Amen. And I'm praying for the peace of Jerusalem. I've been doing it. I keep telling you. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. You listen at what's going on in the world and how uh, nations are, are beginning to line up against Jerusalem. And when that happens, the Bible says that. Glory to God. Now, this is just one of the uh, audible shakara abo to koraba. My 
my god i just get excited now this is just one of the uh, uh excerpts uh i should be getting to teach and, 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 and minister and i want you to see how the anointing and how god uh puts upon her um to go to different scriptures and different things that god is blessing her with and, and i just want you to uh, be blessed also in jesus name because Iran is talking about these missiles and these nuclear um, bombs that they're making. And uh, we need to know that the scripture is being fulfilled even as we speak. So get ready. Get ready. That's what I'm telling you. Get ready. Because the Lord is soon to come. We've been saying that and saying that and, and the word of God says in the book of Peter says, you've been saying that, and men began to scoff at that. Mm -hmm. So you've been saying that and saying that, right. and nothing has happened. Mm. Hallelujah. I want you to know we're closer now to his coming than we ever were. Amen. Amen. The signs of the time are at hand. Amen. 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 But I want to share you that passage in the book of Peter, <laughs> then I'm going to take you back to 2 Samuel, chapter 13. So go to the book of Peter. I'll tell you in a minute. Well, when you go to First Peter or Second Peter, I want you to go to the Peter. Pete, Hallelujah! Did you go to it? Now let's see if you're gonna go right to the one I'm gonna take you to. <laughs> do, do you know what? Do you know what chapter I'm taking you to? You don't know what chapter, but I'm gonna. I tell you one minute. Give me a minute here. I want to take you to this one. I, this is going to be Second Peter, where the message that I want to share with you. Okay, you good? You real good? That's good. You got Peter? You're doing good. Mm -hmm. Let me just show you something out of here. This is a kingdom message because the kingdom of God is at hand. It's not far off. I'm going to just share with you a few verses out of here. In uh, first verse, say chapter three of first of Second Peter. So this second epistle, so he let you know that this is the second epistle. An epistle is a letter. And this is the second epistle because the first one is where we have in chapters 1 uh, through 2. This is the, the first one that we got now. And so the first epistle goes from chapter 1 all the way through to chapter 5. But we're going to go to chapter 2. And it has... Uh, three chapters in it. So let's look and see what it says here. This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, and both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that you may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandments of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Knowing this, listen at this, first that that shall come in the last days scoffers, Walking after their own lust. I told you that before we went here. Scoffer. Those who are speaking against sins. Watch what they're going to say. Verse 4. Saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue. Watch this. As they were from the beginning of creation. That's what the scoffers are saying. And then verse 5 said, for this they willingly are ignorant of. That by the word of God, the heavens were of old, and the earth standing out of the water 
and in the water, whereby the world that then was, now watch this, I'm going to show you three words here, show you this. The world that was, that's one. If you go to verse 7, by the heavens and the earth which are now. Everybody got that? And then I'm going to take you to verse 13. Nevertheless, we, according to his promises, we look for a new. And so there are the three, there are three um, manifestations we see here. What was, what's now, and what's coming. That's the new. Praise God. Let's go back now so you can see it. Just as we go through, you're going to see it. First of all, he said in verse 5 that they are willingly ignorant of that by the word of the God that made the heavens were of old and the earth standing out of the water and in the water. Whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water, it did what? Yeah. All right. Remember, that was the flood. If you just come in, we're in 2 Peter chapter 2. Chapter 3, I'm sorry. <coughs> 2 Peter chapter 3. Watch this. But the heavens and the earth which are now, that's where we are, by the same word, look at this, are kept in store, reserved until, watch this, until fire against the day of judgment and prediction of what kind of men? Let me stop and put something out there without taking you someplace. I'm going to show you this later on, but just get this. If you're taking notes, you put this down. Remind me and i take you back. God has not, and this is what you got to hear. If you're a child of God, he has not appointed you to wrath. Before this comes upon the earth, he's going to get you out of here. If you read your Bible and you've ever said and you've heard when God delivered, he delivered this man whose name was Lot and his wife and his children out of a city that was called Sodom and Gomorrah. Before he destroyed it, we're going to talk about this because he went to Abraham, which he called his friend. We're going to talk about your friend. He told them to get out. He sent angels. They had to snatch them out of there. And how many of you remember Miss Lot? What did Miss Lot do? She looked back. But God sent angels to get them out of there. Hallelujah. It was a wicked city. And this Bible teaches that God has not appointed us to wrath. Somebody will be saying thank you. That's if you have put your faith and confidence in him. When it goes down, he will get you out of here. That's what the Bible said. That's where you get the rapture. And that's in the First Thessalonians chapter 4. So that's another reference you need to keep in your mind. First Thessalonians chapter 4 and around verse 13. And, and, and again, you're going to see this. God doesn't want you to be ignorant. Yes, yes. When you hear the word ignorant, it doesn't always mean you don't know anything. Amen. But you can be ignorance of God's truths. But the word ignorant also means ignore. Yes. The base word of ignorant is ignore. It's when you hear it and ignore it. You hear it, you say, well, I've heard that God is coming. Don't ignore that. Amen. And start doing what you used to do. Or don't stop doing, praise God, what you shouldn't be doing. Yes. If you heard it, you better heed it. Because the same word that talked about the old world that was, was destroyed by flood is the same word that's keeping the world right now in place. Hallelujah. You know what the Bible says? That the world is upheld by the word of his power. Yes. 
You know what's keeping this this uh, planet in in orbit and circulation? The Word of God. Even in the book of Job, which is the only book that was written, the book of Job teaches that the earth hangeth on nothing. And man found this out by looking through a telescope. It's right here. God had already scoped it out. Hallelujah. And this book, this book, hallelujah, it records history, past, present, and future. It's his story. His story. You got to catch it. His story. It's a story about God. His story. And I know you got some history in his story. Let's go back and see what else Peter had to say to them. Hallelujah. So he says again in verse 7, But the heavens... And the earth which are now by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and prediction of ungodly men. Verse 8. But, beloved, talking to us now, be not ignorant. There it is again. Don't be ignorant. Listen, here it means don't have a lack of knowledge about what's going to take place. Be not ignorant of this one thing. Hallelujah. That one day is with the Lord as a what? And a thousand years as what? Listen to what he's saying. Don't ignore God's word because you'll be saying, for God to destroy the earth, it'll take him a thousand years. He's saying here, what you may not know, don't be ignorant of this. One day with the Lord, what you think. It'll take him a thousand years to do. He'll do it in one day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Guess what? He created the world in seven. Oh, he did. No, he did. Six days. Um, you got to listen to me because of what you got to hear. Six days. What did he do on the seventh day? Talk to me. Let me tell you something. And that's what God wants. He wants us to enter into his rest. He has a rest for the people of God. You find this in the book of Hebrews chapter 4. But the rest of God is when you enter into his promises, you can begin to rest. He'll give you a peace, a supernatural peace. Hallelujah. We're going to see that. We're going to see that. Go back to this. Let me show you this. Hallelujah. It says this, verse 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some men count slackness, but is long suffering to us what? Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to what? Now don't ever wipe your mouth and say you don't have nothing to repent for. Repentance is a daily thing. Hallelujah. But the good part about this, hallelujah, if you have repented of your sin, you can't lose your salvation. I had somebody to text me today. And I guess this was their way of picking up on what I've been doing and sending out text messages. And they said something uh, that, um, that was troubling to me because I know a little bit about them and, you know, the background. But they said, I guess they call themselves, and they said it out all over the place. I, I hope it'll come up. And if it does, I'll, I'll see what it says, because some of you may have that same. 
misleading information. So when it, because I had it off. So when it comes up, I'm going to read it so you can hear that. But let me, let's go back. We can finish this up. That's where we can expedite time. Watch what verse 10 said. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief where? In the night. How does a thief come? Unannounced. I don't know too many folks that see you and look you in your face and say, hey, I'm sticking you up tonight. I'm breaking your house. When I get to your house, you know, I'm going to take this, this, this. Let me tell you something else about a thief. If a thief does come to your house, it doesn't even make sense to count your toothpick and your toilet paper. Because he ain't breaking in there for that. If he comes in your house, he's looking for what's valuable. Let me tell you what else. This is something else. Hallelujah. If a thief comes to your house, if you have what's valuable already displayed, he doesn't have to ransack your house. Pulling this out and throwing this way and pulling out drawers. If what you have precious is in sight, he'll grab it and get out of there. Glory to God. When he ramsacked your house, that means he didn't find you looking for in his head somewhere. Y'all right. don't hear me. You're the salt of the earth. You're hid in Christ. You're not hidden from God. Come on now. You in plain view. Hallelujah. The world can see you're walking in living epistles. They say you're not hidden. Yes. Your righteousness is in Christ. Yes. You, you want them to see you, you. You're the light of the world. Yes. Come on, somebody. Yes. You are not yes. being hidden, yes. but you are being protected. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank Jesus. But you're not being hid. Yes. And so the thief cometh. He cometh by night. But God will already have taken us out of here. Thank you, Lord. I look up sometimes. Because the Bible says he's going to break the clouds. Yeah. Hallelujah. He's not going to come to the earth. I keep reminding you of this. On his return, he won't come to the earth. He'll come to the cloud and call us up. And I'll show you that in the word of God. Yeah. And those of us that have his spirit, he's going to catch us up. Hallelujah. I don't know how he's going to pick up this 250 frame. <laughs> Add or take a few. <laughs> but I, I just need to be ready. That's 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 he he got to do that. Hallelujah. <laughs> Add or take a few pounds here. We just won't tell everything. Let's go back. <laughs> Amen. Nothing too hard. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in which the heaven, here it is, shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be what? When he talks about the earth, we use that word earth as a generic term. God is not going to destroy this planet. The planet will not be destroyed. You make up the earth. And you have, when you have the surroundings and, and all the things, the buildings and things that men have built, that's part of the, what, what you have put here on earth. But the Bible said he created the earth and it's going to abide forever. He created the earth for man. The earth is the Lord's. 
and the full of that army, whatever's in it, he created for himself. And what's not in that for him, he's going to get it out. It's going to be burned. Stay with me. Watch what he says. Glory to God. This is around now, verse 11. Seeing then, listen, that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person ought you to be in all holy conversation and godliness? If you know he's going to do it, if you believe he's coming, if you believe that everything that's not of God is going to be burned, what kind of person ought you to be? Now hold this. We're going to come back and go to 1 John. You're going that way toward the back of your book. Chapter 3. Just go over one more book so you don't have that far to go. 1 John chapter 3. Praise Him. 1 John chapter 3. Hallelujah. So let's see because he asked a question here. So John is going to give us an answer as well. But he made a statement. Seeing that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of person are you to be in all your holy conversation? Conversation doesn't mean just your talk. Conversation means your lifestyle. You converse with the way you walk. You converse with the way you talk. You, your whole lifestyle is called your conversation. Amen. I just had this on to read that to you, and I'm getting all kinds of little text messages here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Praise God. Go back to the book. First John chapter 3. Got it? Amen. Listen to John. He said, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not. Look at this. Because it knew him not. Let me stop and ask you that. You know, you say there are times when I've gone to places and I know I love the Lord and I walk in and uh, people are doing and saying things and I say, they don't know who I am. <laughs> I'm the child of the most high God. <laughs> That's the way you're supposed to treat me. Because I'm child of God. And he teaches in Galatians, praise God, I believe it's chapter 6 around verse 10, he said, do good to all men. But especially those of the household of what? I'm, I'm of the household of faith. So you got to know who you are. Hallelujah. Amen. Go back, watch this now. First John chapter 3, now we're around verse 2. He said, beloved, listen to this. Now are we the sons of God. And it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we shall know that when he shall appear. Hallelujah. We shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Wait, wait. And every man that has this hope in him. Will do what? Purify himself even as he is pure. And whosoever committed sin. Trust transgress against the law. For sin is the transgressor of the what? Of the law. And you know that he was manifested to do what? Take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. You see that, Brigitte? There's no sin in him. Hallelujah. But he said this, Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not, and whosoever sinneth has not seen him, neither known him. Little children, let no man deceive you. 
He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, listen at this, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of womb. My, 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 my. Whosoever is born of God does not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him. And he cannot sin because he is born of whom? Now listen. He's saying because you were born of God, God's seed is in you. The seed. And, 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 and I'm trying to see how much time we're going to have to cover this. The seed is the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. You can't kill God's word because you can't kill God. You can't kill God's spirit. So if you have God's spirit in you, and this is what came up today when that, that, that person texts me and asks this question or uh, making a statement. That's was making a statement. Uh, and it said this. Listen. It said, bless the Lord. It said this. So while we, we, we're here, I may as well go on and make this point. This is what it said. It said, um, when the Holy Ghost is gone, a demon will replace him. That's the danger. Let us all make the right choice. He loves you. God bless you all today. Okay. Then it said this. Because I said, uh, I'm sorry, but you must be misinformed. He said, that the Holy Spirit can leave a life. And when he leaves, then his anointing leaves with him. I said, you're misinformed. Second Samuel, that's what they gave to me. Second Samuel chapter 1, verse 21, says about King Saul as though he had not been anointed. God left him so much that it was as if he had never served the Lord at all. Then he said this. Jesus made a statement in the word. I never knew you. But when you really think about it and apply it to someone who walks away from God, if you really think about it. Then they quoted Genesis 6.3. My spirit shall not always strive with man. Meaning, tell me what it means. If we walk in sin, he will leave unless we repent and turn back to Christ. I said, I got a Bible class to teach. And I'll get back with you. Misinformed. Amen. And remind me to share that with you. But I want to get back to this. Misinformed. Because you may be sitting and thinking the same thing. That's why you have Bible class. Let me tell you this right now. If God ever fill you with his spirit. He doesn't take it back. That's the first misconception. When God give you his spirit, he give you his spirit to abide forever. But let me tell you this. You can grieve him. But you can't lose him. If he ever fail you. He's filled you for eternity. He said my spirit would take up this bowl forever. Then they brought up... Um, Back in Genesis, my spirit will not always strive with man. And he brought up Samson. He brought up uh, Samson and he brought up Saul. Well, let me tell you about Samson and Saul. 
before Christ came on the scene. All right now. Okay? The Spirit of God came upon men and enabled them yes, to do what they had to do. In these last days, God's Spirit is in you. Because Jesus said, listen, it's expedient that I go. I got to go. Because if I go, if I go to my Father, I'm going to send back the Holy Spirit. He is going to be where? In you. Now, if you didn't know that, this is the word of the Lord. Yes. So you no longer, praise God, look for the Holy Ghost to come upon you. He's in you to direct you. He in you to guide you, to bring back all truth. Now, listen, you can't ignore him. You can ignore him. And I know we're teaching people that. I know that people that's teaching you, you can lose the Holy Ghost. You can't lose him if he give it to you. Because number one, you didn't give it to yourself. And the point is, he's not in it. I got to stop there. God bless. I want you. This is just some excerpts from the woman of God. Um, my mentor, um, the one I, I learned uh uh, the word of God from listen, and still to this day, this Bible study is going on. Uh, Dr. Davis, uh, if every Monday at 6 30 p.m., you can call this number 917 224 6596 and press in the Q code 398803 to hear more from the woman of God. God bless you and keep you. Listen, God, God, God. I, when you hear this type teaching, it makes you fall in love with the word. It also challenges you to study it the more and, and, and to be more like, more like God. God bless you and keep you. Listen, uh, until next time, if it's a word, then I must have did it. And if it's not, then I wasn't with it.